Back in 2005, Sam Altman, at age 19, co-founded a startup called Looped, uh, which was a location-based uh, social networking app that was accepted into the first batch, uh, batch of Y Combinator. That was the company founded by Paul Graham, that everyone knows as PG. And from there, the career of Sam Altman started, and it was quite interesting because as soon as discovered, uh, he found out about uh, what you could do in the startup world and what you could achieve uh, by being an entrepreneur, he never got back. So this is the beginning of the journey of Sam Altman, which would eventually lead him to uh, be the CEO of OpenAI. That is the company that right now is actually changing the whole business world, uh, posing a threat after 25 years to Google business model. So let's look at the story of, of uh, Sam Altman and in parallel the story of OpenAI, how it changed over the years. Now, uh, uh, Sam Altman has been for uh, years the uh, president of at, uh, at YC because after he founded in 2005, looped. Uh, he after uh, sold the company after a few years in 2012 to uh, another company called Green Dot Corporation for over 43 million, from which sale he actually made a few million dollars. So he was already a wealthy, uh, wealthy young man. But the most interesting part is that he stayed um, initially uh, part-time within uh, Y Combinator, and then after uh, he joined as uh, actually uh, president of uh, Y Combinator until uh, 2019, when he actually uh, stepped. Uh, uh, down to focus 100% of on OpenAI. Over the years, uh, as a president of Y Combinator, uh, Sam Altman has had the chance to follow one of the most interesting startups uh, of the tech world, and he uh, was quite su successful in uh, placing uh, angel investments. Actually, he argued, I think, in some of his interviews that uh, he has been uh, probably angel investing has been the business that has made him more money over the years compared to anything else that he has done. Indeed, he placed uh, bets uh, and investments in companies like uh, Airbnb, uh, Reddit, uh, Pinterest, uh, you know, Asana and many others. So it's quite interesting to look at the, the, the story of Sam Altman um, and OpenAI because uh, as uh, he uh, started uh, computer science at university, but then he dropped out actually as he was, uh, as he became like entrepreneur. Um, it's quite interesting because uh, he always had an interest for, for AI, but really his interest for AI spiked when in 2012, there was the, the launch of ImageNet, a project which was very, uh, was probably one of the first uh, successful AI projects of uh, the modern age, where uh, these uh, very large uh, visual database uh, was able to actually uh, recognize indicate uh, what uh, um, an, obje an object was into, uh, into picture. And from there, the interest of, uh, uh, the, of Sam Altman into the space of AI actually spiked up. And that's why in 2014, he started OpenAI uh, together with Elon Musk and a few other founding members. OpenAI initially started as a research lab uh, where it had you know, the funding to actually uh, starting to look into the AI development. And as we said, this uh, development was inspired by image in 2012 and that's why one of the first uh, products and applications of OpenAI was called Jim uh, uh, that was actually a uh, uh, model that uh, uh, sort of general intelligence uh, benchmark uh, that sort of uh, uh, tried to to um, you know, uh, replicate what uh, other uh, large-scale uh, recognition models were doing, like ImageNet. Over the years, uh, other applications were quite interesting, but the real explosion of OpenAI as a, as a research lab into becoming then uh, a for-profit company uh, came in 2018, when really there was the launch 
uh, of the original paper on generative pre-training or GPT that was the first language model uh, that managed uh, to actually do uh, uh, incredible stuff. But really the turning point probably was uh, 2019 when there was a further evolution of GPT into GPT-2 which was again um, really an evolution of uh, GPT and that was a turning point because GPT-2 started to do many more things and its um, applications started to be quite clear as a bunch of new startups were getting built on top of GPT-2 going forward and a whole industry was starting to be built on the premise of text-to-text uh, uh, -text generation. And, you know, with that in mind, OpenAI transitioned from a research lab in 2019 to actually becoming a for-profit company. There was also the moment in which uh, Sam Altman stepped down from YC, so from Y Combinator, uh, YC Combinator, and he uh, focused 100% as uh, CEO of OpenAI. From there, the further evolution we got was in uh, 2020 uh, when there was the release of GPT-3, uh, which really created an, an explosion. Uh, of um, a commercial application, especially on the text-to-text -text generation side, where we had uh, the birth of other uh, many startups from Kobi, Jasper, that today are like multi-billion-dollar company, and really this was a huge uh, evolution because it uh, showed uh, that uh, those language models were growing uh, exponentially, and it became clear that OpenAI, in order to actually to be able to to grow and uh, be able to really achieve success uh, in the uh, you know from from a, a commercial standpoint, it needed uh, more and more resources. That's why uh, it, at the time uh, OpenAI also partner, uh, partnered up with with Microsoft, which uh, invested uh, uh, you know um, you know in, into the partnership by getting exclusive uh, license into OpenAI uh, product, and this is still uh, true today. The, the partnership is still going uh, you know forward right now and uh, one of the uh, latest applications of uh, the generative models uh, let's remember that the turning point was also when in 2017 a paper came out which uh, showed how the transformer architecture which was a sort of paradigm shift uh, compared to uh, the previous um, model that uh, those and architecture that those um, you know AI models followed uh, quite interestingly, uh, actually, uh, this led also to other kinds of generative models. So not anymore models that would be text-to-text -text only, but there was also the explosion of uh, text-to-image with uh, things like uh, DALI or uh, CLIP and then uh, Stable Diffusion and many others that, uh, that came out. So the landscape uh, grew exponentially uh, from 2020 going forward in 2022 uh, further and we uh, got then the release of ChatGPT that has been an incredible tool. Right now the evolution is going forward um, where we're going to see most probably the launch of uh, multimodal models that uh, will be able to do many things at once and that will be able to handle uh, many kinds of formats interactions a bit like from text to image image to text uh, videos uh, audio and uh, so on and so forth uh, so those models are getting uh, way more powerful and there are a few interesting aspects of those models is that we get emergent properties, meaning that we don't know exactly what is going to happen by scaling up those model. Other interesting things might, uh, you know, um, happen. Like, for instance, right now, one way to have those models work is to prompt them up, meaning that you want to uh, generate, you want to write a prompt, which is a natural language instruction into the model. Uh, which is similar to a query, but much more similar to actually a coding um, instruction that we give to the machine. 
And with this natural language uh, prompt, actually, we enable the machine to generate any kind of input for uh, output for us. And this is incredible because this is one of those emerging properties that we could not have foreseen in the in the future. So how this will evolve, we don't know for sure. Right now, we know that uh, we have a foundational layer that has been created with the models like uh, OpenAI, uh, OpenAI's GPT-3, uh, DALI, and um, uh, in the future, the evolution of those, which most probably will be very powerful general purpose engines. Uh, and then we're going to have middle layers built on top of those foundational layers and then a bunch of uh, applications, probably thousands, millions of applications, small applications in many verticals of the business world that will be able to uh, automate in part enhances and fully automate in other parts the whole business world. But that's pretty much it for the story. Let's see how it goes. Thank you.